Hey everyone, Tom here, Alpha Metallica, here with yet another episode, yet another Ramones cover by Metallica. These seem to crop up here and there. Uh, the band are fascinated with Ramones, and I sort of get it. I'm not like a giant, it's like Kiss, it's like, you know, there's certain bands that I know people adore, and it's like, I feel the same way about Talking Heads or The Replacements or whatever, you know, we've all got those bands, and Ramones aren't really one of them for me, but I appreciate their importance. I'm pretty sure Kirk Hammett said that he felt um, Joe Ramone invented downstrokes or one of the brothers and maybe saying the wrong one there i'm not uh they're not like ringo and paul to me but uh I, I have a sidekick as well i suppose to a certain extent uh returning to the show great to have you back danny how's it going man great great it's doing good thank you so much for having me back you know we covered at the uh, start of the year don't tread on me so mm-hmm. you know not too far away really you know i've had you on a d i've had you on an f i know technically everyone's like 53rd of like like this should have been the second episode if you're yeah. if you're being technical but i sort of forgot it when i started the show so i thought okay i can sort of slot it in where it fits alphabetically <laughs> uh, as yeah. the nature of the show um good save great to have you on man i mean just as a quick recap i suppose people can go back and listen to our episode you and the band how did, how did you get into them um i got in through them into them i should say um while i was in middle school one of our we convinced our teachers actually the older kids convinced one of the teachers um to watch to let us watch snm as a kind right. of a music project um so that's kind of how i got hooked on it and then did the deep dive from there mm-hmm. and you know this is a cover version of ramones as i say the ramones to you as a band are they, are they a hero or no okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, that's another one uh, too that that uh, i even when it comes on the radio now i'm just not i'm gonna skip it i really i'm not yeah i'm not really a big ramones fan at all is it is it what is it the monotone nature or yeah yeah, yeah i think i guess to me they, all the songs kind of start sounding the same i don't mm. want to alienate any of your listeners that are ramones no, fans no. but yeah that's that's how it kind of it gets to me it's just it all kind of runs together sounds the same um, mm. heard them one heard them all i think is my attitude yeah, towards them. yeah kind of like acdc in a bad way Mm, yeah you know yeah because i can definitely i can definitely dig some acdc for days but Mm. but the ramones yeah it's really quite different yeah that that became clear to me i've always sort of felt that way to a certain extent i think they're a decent band i've heard them through snatches of like tony hawk's games and like Mm -hmm. you know various things and and, and covers etc they actually covered a tom wait song um you know i don't want to grow up from bow machine that closes bow machine which is like a top 40 hit i think by them so i was kind of aware of the obviously the tom waits podcast before and love Love, love Mr. Waits, but uh, yeah, Ramones always for me were a bit secondary, I suppose. And when you listen to the original yeah. version of this song, you realise, a, f- a 53rd in fact, you realise that the, the verse and the chorus, there's no sort of move on the seismograph. Like, there's no real move by the band, it just sort of slots sluggishly into the chorus line. Um, right. And, you know, James does that as well here. It's a cover to a certain extent. But yeah, if I was to point to something as to why maybe I don't like Ramones, it would be that. It would be, I know it's lo-fi, I know it's Lou Reed, I know it's sort of off-rent, but I don't know. I prefer it when it gets metallicized. Yeah, for sure. I, I, in preparation for this, I actually hadn't heard the song before. Mm. Um, so I did go back and I listened to the Ramones one first, and then I listened to the Metallica one. And although they are actually very similar, um, it's kind of weird. Usually when Metallica discovers that you can, they kind of do their own thing, and they, it sounds way different than the original. But this one is actually kind of close to the original. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the... Uh... 
origin of this is, uh, well, June 3rd, 2002, I should say, this news article I'm quoting from, titled Ramon's Tribute. It comes with a picture of the band. I don't know if you've seen this, Danny. Um, it's uh, James Lars Kirk and actually Bob Rock around a microphone that has a cowboy hat, I believe, sans Hetfield, uh, donned, uh, donned on the boom. And the article reads as such, Metallica is in the studio working on a new record, and as rumoured on other sites, it's true that they are also working on a track to contribute to the upcoming Ramon's Tribute record when Kirk was asked by his friend Johnny Ramone if the band would do a song the yes part of the answer was easy now comes the hard part picking a song the guys have jammed on eight songs narrowed it down to four but still haven't made the final decision yet no they won't tell us what the front runners are we'll just have to get back to you after they pick one so you know this is something that they clearly were honored to do as a thing right you know to the band to James, to Kirk, I can't really speak to individual. I know that they have each other's numbers of the members, and you know they're they're intertwined in that sense. But the band love their heroes as Garage Inc. kind of evidence, and Ramones is yet another aspiration for Metallica. Yeah, and and oftentimes, I mean, if you've seen like the behind the scenes, actually, to any any song where there's a lot of like fast downstrokes, James Walson often kind of say it as he's Ramonesing it. Um, mm almost every time that he's talking about those fast downstrokes. So at least, you know, for for James, it's a pretty big influence on him and his playing style. Yeah, entirely. And, uh, you know, that, that sort of... I don't know, there's something about it, there's a kind of a casual ferociousness. Ramones do feel a little dangerous to me in some sort of Guns N' Roses-y, you know, gutter way. And uh, I, I don't know how much you've read on the, the context of the song, Danny, but, uh, you know, 53rd and 3rd, based on some quite lurid origins, um, some, some male prostitute days. Yeah, I did. When I was on uh, doing research for the song, I did see a couple, uh, well, I saw a performance that they that Metallica did and it led me down to some YouTube holes where they were actually kind of it, it looks like it's from the some kind of monster documentary although yep. I hadn't seen that scene before where Kirk is talking about it and how he I think he was on the phone with one of the guys and they were kind of going over what that song was about and when they were kind of in preparation for kind of picking the song so I did kind of see some of that and and this song was written by bassist Didi and basically 53rd and 3rd is a sort of well-known spot for male prostitution in New York known as the Loop, um, you know, area of sort of gay nightlife decades before the West Village. And, you know, it, it presents, a, you know, a protagonist, a, a mind to live within as being conflicted, you know, the feelings of a straight teenage hustler who's confusing being purchased with being attracted with, you know, confusing that with violence and masculinity and very raw topic, um, you know, f- for songwriting, for the Ramones, for Metallica, you know, quite confessional. Yeah, and kind of, um, I mean, if you think of that's kind of, I guess, bold too by Metallica mm. to pick that song to cover and release it. Um, and, I, well, I mean, I, I guess a lot of people, because I, mean, I hearing the song, I didn't really think, I didn't know that that's what it was about. Mm. So I guess it's kind of under the surface, but um, yeah, kind of bold to, to pick that one and, and release it. Yeah, and this isn't the first cover of the track. Metallica's probably the most famous cover, but bands like The Knockouts, band like Screeching Weasel. Uh, Rod Stewart apparently referenced the location in one of his songs, actually, The Killing of Georgie, part one and part two, whatever that song is. But let's get back <laughs> to the uh, Metallica version. Uh, what do you make of the song itself, then? What do you make of the, the melodies, the verses, the choruses? How does it strike you? Um, I was actually surprised at how heavy it was. Yeah. Um, cause you know, hearing the Ramones isn't that heavy of a band. 
No. Um, everything's kind of loose, played loosely. It almost sounds like it's gonna come off the rails at any point with their songs. But yeah, it was kind of impressive how how heavy it was, and then James's vocals too was really impressed by that. I know it's during the Saint Anger sessions where he's kind of tend to scream a bit more, but the kind of the the higher register of the vocals that he does on this one is actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah, you're right. He, he embellishes his voice brilliantly, as does Lars. Who's joining in on this sort of, uh, you know, chorus, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was another thing, too. I wasn't too sure who that was because it definitely didn't sound like James. No, it sounded kind of like James to me at first. And the more I listened to it, the more I realized it was, yeah, certainly someone else. Yeah, or maybe even Kirk because he has yeah. the those vocals that I <laughs> yeah. think, um, uh, where, where did I hear that from? I think it was from Clint and Ethan's podcast. Oh, yeah. They said it was like Cookie Monster vocals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it sounds like when Kirk tries to sing. It does, yeah. But I think Lars and James are similarly impassioned, you know, invigorated by this track. And one of the things that surprised me when I was listening back is how poppy the chorus is. 15, third and third. You know, it yeah. sounds like some goddamn Avril Lavigne number. Yeah, yeah. Totally can see that. Yeah, uh, but it adds to the timelessness of it. You know, the mix that I was listening to on Spotify, the mono mix was the 40th anniversary mix. You know, and that in of itself is a couple of years old. So this band, you know, so far ahead of their time, I suppose, was certainly such a fantastic band. And yeah, all in all for me, um, we've covered a few covers now, uh, you know, of of, um, of Ramones within the Metallica mythos, most notably Commando that I did with Ian K, which again was a fun song. And I think these two bands go together well. I think there's a reason why there's quite a few covers similar to Motorhead of Metallica of this band. They just fit like a glove. Yeah, and I think it's easy for them to take take one of those songs which are kind of simple. You know, like Motorhead 2 is pretty simple songs and mm. and kind of really explore it and, and push the song to what they and Metallica can, can make it. Covers in general for Metallica, as I'm sure it is for most people, once they hear one, you know Metallica covering that band, they kind of go into a deep dive on that particular band. I didn't do that with the Ramones because I had already heard them before, but there's definitely other bands that I've kind of explored because of Metallica, you know, Diamond Head, Misfits, Thin Lizzy, mm. um, you know, even Lizzie. like, even like, you know, Budgie with the, that Bread fan song. Um, love that song. Yeah, even just, yeah, I love it too. It's mm. just, usually that's kind of like a jumping point for a lot of people. Um, does, the, so does, think, the, does the song become a Metallica song to you? Is it, is it kind of the same way that, I don't know, Free Speech for the Dumb is just a Metallica song or a Discharge track? Or Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, like, definitely, like, um, which is a good one. Like, Turn the Page oh, yeah. is one where um, I think I had heard the Bob Seger one first, but it's that's just a Metallica song to me now. <laughs> yeah, it just kind of yeah. mutates into that band Neville. It's like sometimes when you find out that certain songs are cover versions of bands you always thought were originals. You know, yeah. It, it, it can irk you for a little while, but then you realise the uh, the bigger picture. But yeah, I just want to focus a bit more on the song, actually, just before we go out, because, you know, it is a um, you know successful number. And considering the history that it came from, this sort of 2002 era, this restorative, recuperative, you know, without Jason era, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, you know interesting point for any fan isn't it to explore it is and um if you go onto the metallica website you know you can look at all the songs look at all the facts of the songs um if you go on to the 53rd and 3rd page of this one there's actually a video um of the guys playing it i don't know where they're playing it it looks like some small basement looking thing um where bob rock is on bass and um they all look genuinely happy which is kind of interesting to note when, when that took place um they're all happy they're all jamming on it 
James messes up the chords in the beginning and they all have a laugh about it. So it's, it's a real cool video too to look at um, on this particular song and just kind of note everybody's kind of in a good mood and looks like they're having a lot of fun with it. Yeah, I guess it's Ramones. It has that sort of nostalgic quality, I suppose, uh, you know, for all those involved. And they just yeah. it, it seem to be such a huge influence. Like I was Ramones t-shirts seem to always exist when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you, you ubiquitous really in the scene. Uh, that logo and they went for a while actually I think they went for 20 odd years again I'm no Ramones expert I'm sure there's a Ramones podcast out there yeah. that goes through alphabetically all the Ramones yeah. songs so uh, you know you shout out that podcast uh, but yeah 50 foot of like ultimately it remains a kind of Ramones song that has a Metallica cast around it you know what I mean it just feels mm-hmm. like slightly different for them in a, in a good way right right but that that's, it is going to be one probably too that I don't necessarily go back to as much as sure. any of the other ones sure what what is your favorite uh, ramones cover by the band to be honest this is the first one i've heard so i'm gonna right. go that this is my favorite okay. um eventually <laughs> i'll get to them i'll yeah. get to them but uh yeah this is gonna be my favorite for now yeah did you see the uh in metallica related news they covered take on me recently i did see that i saw the video i thought i thought it was it, it was cool but Kirk's got to clean it up a little bit. Okay. Yeah, yeah. his he, or he could have chose a different tone or something. It was the that just the straight distortion, the way he was playing, it was kind of bugging me. But sure. that was cool, and I think that was pretty like kind of ballsy of, of Rob to try to sing it too. Yeah, yeah. I want to uh, do a compilation. There must be one out there already by Met Fan for Life or Full Concerts One Hundred of just all their little things they did, their little ditties that Rob and Kirk did, mm-hmm. like in, in Birmingham, yeah, it, for example, when like, they did Black Sabbath. So, you know, they always... Oh, and cool. I, I think they're in, like, Croatia or Hungary, and they did, I did this song, and I was like, what the fuck is this song? And they've got, like, two million <laughs> views, and it's, like, the national <laughs> song. And I'm like, fair play, play to your audience. Yeah, yeah, that, that's really cool. That, I think it's really cool. Mm. I love it. I just think, yeah, it's really, it's really cute because, like, they have a lot of days off, I suppose, and time to practice new things and work on new ideas and keep themselves fresh, live. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, it, it, it's nice. But, um, yeah, man, this has been uh, an interesting, interesting ride for this Ramones track. There's not too much to say about it because it's quite repetitive and the tone is kind of similar throughout. But I will say that James's vocals, you know, they, ne- they never dip. It, there's a lot of Hetfield mustard on on this track yeah i think that's what i came off um the most impressed was james vocals for sure they're probably like the highlight of the track yeah i would say so i I think the guitars sound good as well i think the whole the whole mix is nice and modern and you know very different from what the ramones uh you know you know produced but uh but yeah let us know in the comments what you think of this song um, you know, share the video to some Ramones forums. I want some crossover traffic, please. But uh, <laughs> Patreon is there, iTunes as well. Um, Danny, any anything for you to promote, sir? Yes, I was kicking myself the last time I was on here because you did ask me that same question, and I forgot to promote my Instagram and website. Let's go. Um, so my Instagram, because we are me and my wife do photography. Um, so if you want any to check out any photos of Los Angeles. Um, any portraits that's you can go to Danny Los Angeles. That's my Instagram. Okay. Um, the website is nslaphoto.com. You can check out our work, our portrait work, weddings, engagements, um, other cool, fun stuff on our trips that we've taken. Um, to any photography, check us out. All right, awesome, awesome. Yeah, we'll put the links down below. Of course, as always, go check out um, our old episode as well, where we did Don't Tread on Me, which is a very different song. 
uh, from 53rd and 3rd. But nonetheless, great to dig into. So thank you to everyone for listening. Uh, again, please get in touch with the show, MetallicaPod at gmail.com. If you want to come on the show, discuss a song, do some sort of weird event that Metallica have done, go back through the YouTube. We've done loads of interviews, loads of episodes, you know, crazy amount of content on there. So thank you to everyone for listening, for supporting on all the platforms they do. But uh, Danny, as always, it's been a treat, man. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me again. Thank you.